Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who has little wings on his ankles. It's Frank. How are you today? A colonizer in chains. Now I've seen everything. <laughs> oh, now I've seen, you know, that joke, now I've seen everything, just reminds me of Friends. Like, oh. <laughs> just when the the old lady, like, Phoebe thinks she's possessed by the spirit of that old lady. That's all I think about. <laughs> now I've seen everything. So. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Uh, I love it. Frank, how are you today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about a new Marvel movie. Yes. I always love Marvel movie days because yeah. it's like I love when there's commonality in our discussion. We're like, you saw a thing. I saw a thing. It's a thing we've loved for a long time now. And we're just going to talk about it like it's no big deal. Yeah. And uh, it's good. It's fresh. I love it. But before totally. you tell me about your opinion on Black Panther Wakanda Forever, could you tell me what you're drinking? Yes, uh, I am drinking a Sam Adams cherry wheat. Um, uh, the Tylenol this, of beer. The, I love it, though. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, good. It, it, no, it's it's good. the cherry Coke of beer. Oh, that's better. That's much better. Yeah, yeah. it's so good. It's, it's so like, cherry and like in such a good way. Like I, I truly think of like children's Tylenol like syrup. I guess but, yeah. but I but children's Tylenol tastes terrible like it's of course like cherry, yeah but like medicine like sure this is good but adult <laughs> like, medicine no like um it's, uh yeah brewed with Michigan cherries um uh yeah I don't know I love it I I, I really enjoy it it's uh it's very Thanksgiving to me um because it's always uh, around this time of sure year. do you have cherry pie so, on Thanksgiving uh is that a thing I don't think we do um, but I don't know. I guess like cherry, cranberry, like it all yeah, sort of just like sure. goes together for me. They're obviously not the same thing, but cranberry uh, beer but, would be good. I bet cranberry beer would be excellent. That does sound really good. A, a cranberry wheat uh, yeah. ale would be mm. could be great. Yeah, that sounds marvelous. I wish mm-hmm. that I could do that. Alas, I cannot. Oh well, Frank. I am not drinking a beer. I'm actually drinking. <gasps> a, I'm actually drinking a spiked seltzer. Oh, well, that's okay. Which is okay. This is the Mighty Swell um, from Austin, Texas. This is their Mango Raspberry Spiked Seltzer. Um, nice. Yeah, and it is quite good. It's only got three carbs and it's 100 calories, Frank, which is that's great. great. That's um, great. That is one of the big benefits of the Spiked Seltzer uh, movement mm-hmm. uh, is low-carb, low-cal. Yeah, always, it's good. always a good thing. Yeah, it it veers 
a little bit more towards juice than seltzer. Like its taste is, I wouldn't call it gotcha. super bubbly. Like it's not overly carbonated. Um, probably because of the actual juice um, in it. Yeah. Um, kind of dilutes all of that because it's pure carbonated water, alcohol, natural white grape juice from concentrate, citric acid, natural flavors, potassium citrate. So it's juice, not essence. Correct. Quotes. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, not like actual seltzer, which is like we added a smell and you yeah, we trick yeah, you into yeah. thinking it's a taste. Right. Yeah. Right. This um, was in the same room as a mango once. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very good. I like it. Um, I've never had truly I've never had it before. Uh this is totally new for me. I've never had a mighty swell, but um but uh, some were uh uh bequeathed to me i guess is the good way to say it um and so and so i'm reaping the benefits of said you know enjoyment so i'm happy it sounds great yeah i'm not familiar with mighty swell but that's i'll have to keep an eye open for that yeah uh yeah would work i have a few different flavors in my fridge so more might be making appearance on later shows exciting time time will tell Mm -hmm. all right Mm. time will tell a teaser Indeed. Frank, let us discuss Black Panther Wakanda Forever. We'll do our non-spoiler review and then move into spoilers. Um, and uh, and then I'll make you rank things, as you love to do on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, what did you think, Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Liked it. Didn't think it was quite as strong as the, la- as the first one, mm-hmm. but really liked it nonetheless. Um, there were... Um, the, the, the strongest thing about it were the performances and, mm-hmm. and character moments. Um, and, uh, Chadwick Boseman left really big shoes to fill, but I think they did a very good job. Letitia Wright is awesome. Um, and, uh, uh there were a lot of things, there were a lot of things to like about this movie, but we'll, we'll, we'll Angela Bassett was also really, really awesome. Yeah, she was, I think, um, my favorite part of the movie. I think she was the, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. I mm-hmm. think so. I, I would agree. Um, but, yeah, lots to like about it. Um, it. It was not a perfect movie, but I really, really, really liked it. What did you think? Um, I also really liked it. I I don't love the first one the way that other people do. Like, I think it, I think there's a lot of good stuff about it, but I think it's a little, like, it's a little long for the story it's telling and like it could get there, like it could get there faster and it kind of devolves into just like another battle by mm. the end um, that I don't feel like has like super high stakes um, like it should, but it doesn't feel like it does. And I actually but I actually felt I felt that done better here in the sequel and so actually i I really liked it from that angle i i was more invested in everybody this time around um Ah. and so like and then like all and that's all character like all characters um and so uh so i really liked it i think it's one of the stronger entries in um the last couple of years like i did i didn't i i didn't leave like thinking that the movie was more of a like a comedy or a joke or more than other ones like i i think its strength rests in it taking its material seriously uh-huh. um like it was not interested in being an action comedy it was interested in, in being a drama that happened to have action in it 
a lot of the times. Um, so much so that I felt like sometimes the action felt forced, like they like had to have it because it was because it's a Marvel movie. But it like it would have done better yeah. as like almost like a political family drama. It was definitely more more serious. Even characters who you expected or not expected, who you remembered in the last movie having more levity, um, didn't you know? Shuri was 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 definitely a lot lighter in the last movie, mm-hmm. um, but she had a lot of weight on her this time, so she was naturally more serious. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so I feel like there was there was a lot of there was a lot more seriousness because it was it was kind of funereal, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it really dealing with the the passing of T'Challa. Um, and so naturally it was going to be sadder and, 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 you know, more, more about the grief than about the comedy. I agree. And I will talk about the grief, I think in the spoiler section, I mean, there's no spoiler mm-hmm. that obviously that he's not in the film or whatever, yeah. but, um, but yeah, but overall, I, I think I, I, I liked how it wove itself together. And really I liked that it was not, it really ignored the rest of the MCU. Um, apart from like hmm. the odd mention of like Iron Man or the one Thanos name drop or something like yeah. that, like you can you can Hulk watch you can watch, yeah. But you, I think you can watch Black Panther, and then watch this and get yeah pretty much all of it. Um, like it, like yeah. the things that it does mention, you don't really need to know like to to get the rest of it. Um. And that's what I I think what I appreciated about it is that it like their world is important, like kind of like because like Wakanda was so isolationist, it's like actually isolated from the rest of the MCU that in is, some way. That is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I that part I that part I enjoyed. It was like refreshing to not have to think about other things. Um, and just kind of enjoy, not that of course you like everything demands that you think of something else right but um but you know like let's say like we watched the last one was Thor Love and Thunder which demanded that you like had seen three Thor movies all of the Avengers movies and the Guardians of the Galaxy like there was yes, like, a lot yes. writing just in that movie for a pretty simple story like it had like it had a lot of baggage to to work its way up to that moment whereas I didn't feel that this one had that. Um, yeah. And uh, and I and I liked and I, I truly liked that about the movie. Um, but you want to talk spoilers from here on out? I think so. I think it's gonna be hard not to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> OK. Um, so <laughs> um, I loved Angela Bassett. Queen Ramondo was loved. was absolutely my favorite part of this movie. She just from the moment she came on screen like in the opening, like you know, the UN. Uh, actually, I was thinking like Shuri's. Um, oh, you know, Shuri trying to figure out you know T'Challa's illness in a fury, but then like, but really the UN, and I was just like, yes, all her, please, all the time, yes. like, and that's um that I uh, that I felt deeply because the whole movie is about how everyone handles the the grief of T'Challa differently. You know, Queen Ramonda, his mother, you know, his sister, Shuri, his wife. Are they married? Nakia? I'm not sure. I don't think they are. I think they're married, but it was hard to tell, Um, you know, uh, even Mubaku, you know, like, you know, how they all handle the uh, his his passing. 
hers truly hers felt the most authentic to me um and that was really that was very important to me like as somebody who has lost a sibling you know tragically and like all these different things like i was watching with a pretty critical eye sure um and so like and obviously at the end of the it's a marvel movie you know so like of course but but you know, but understand yeah no i understand uh, you know yeah. and just a, like obviously it's not you know, I'm not watching, you know, I don't know, the father or something like that, where you're like, you know, like watching yeah, real human grief. Like, uh, yeah. you know, you know, you're watching comic book grief in, in some, you know, heightened, heightened versions of these things. But I found her in my own uh, history to be the most authentic, like as you could get in this type of in this type of movie. And I think that really informed her performance really well like the things that she said the way that she acted and not just like acted in like the the decisions that um angela bassett made but like the decisions the character made and why she made them was that all seemed good to me um so yeah so she was my she was definitely my favorite she was definitely my favorite part um and namor i think uh, ah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just to send Angela Bassett for just a second. That, yeah, that monologue she gives where she talks about like I've given up everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that I thought was the most powerful acting in the entire movie. Yeah, I, potentially in most of the MCU. Like, yeah, <laughs> quite, quite possibly. Yeah, yes. which I yeah. love, but because yeah. it, it's just not the material doesn't suit itself to that kind of thing. But they like Ryan Coogler and then by extension Kevin Feige like really let them breathe in this movie i felt like there's just there's a lot of time like as a child this movie is boring like you know what i mean like when are they gonna do stuff and as an adult this is the most this is some of the most riveting material just from like we've talked about like the best superhero stuff is them sitting around a table talking and that's what i think i because that's the majority of this movie them sitting around a table talking um and i yeah and i i dug that yeah, it's true. Um, it uh, th- there were um, there were some things about this movie. Like I, I honestly felt like the uh, the most interesting stuff was the character based stuff, and the you know obviously uh, Black Panther and, and Wakanda is look. It's a, a isolationist country it's it's essentially the only african nation that hasn't been colonized and because of it they're this this way advanced civilization right and that's and those things are related uh they're they're, they're making a point with mm-hmm. that i thought it was so interesting the way that they had wakanda and uh, uh atlantis even though it's not atlantis in this movie um be mirror images of each other like they're yes. both these highly advanced civilizations that's that that uh escaped colonization mm-hmm. um and uh and were more advanced because of it who have these natural resources that um you know I- imperialist countries uh want access to but can't have um and and how they took it in different directions right how um namor wants to conquer the the surface world and how uh, uh 
the leaders of Wakanda, T'Chaka, T'Challa, uh, and and now Queen Ramonda, um, are are going the opposite way. Um, uh, instead of trying to conquer, even though they're the most popu- the most um, powerful country, uh, arguably on Earth, mm-hmm. they're not trying to conquer. Um, and so the, the mirror image there, I thought, was really really interesting, and and a really, um, yeah, just a really interesting sort of study of that idea and of that concept and the way that Ryan Coogler told that story I thought was really really cool um my understanding is that the the script was already in progress before Chadwick Boseman's passing um and so they then had to add the you know funeral for T'Challa sort of storyline mm-hmm. uh the morning T'Challa storyline which I feel like because it was all because it was already sort of a, a mostly worked out script, adding that storyline, it did feel a little overstuffed with a couple like like one or two plot lines too many, mm. uh, and maybe that was unavoidable because if you wanted to tell that story and now you want you needed to adjust it because of real life circumstances, maybe that was unavoidable. But yeah, it did feel a little like there was it it was it went on a little too long and had maybe a little bit too much story to tell in two and a half hours. <laughs> I think because the movie starts with grief, that's the main thrust that, that they're telling you that's the main thrust of the story. And so by then, by extension, the Namor stuff, um, along with um, um, the Ironheart stuff, um, mm. Riri Williams stuff, that felt like um, like I think that felt tagged on instead of the grief because of the way the movie yeah. was structured, because like. I Riri almost felt like a a mandate. Like you have to introduce this character. Yeah. Um. She's got to do this, this, and this, and this. You've got to like, like, and it just if that's where the formula kind of felt like it came in. But because the movie doesn't start in the traditional way that you would normally see any of these films, and the and it's kind of it's you know its main thesis on grief and how people experience it. Um. As raw as you can get in in one of the, in these types of these types of movies, I um I agree that I was kind of like I was waiting for some of those segments to just kind of move themselves along to get mm-hmm. back to the um the grief stuff. Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of. Not that I didn't enjoy like you know all of it because I thought I did. Um, I yeah, thought I that Namor was great, like recognizably Namor. Like, uh, like, um, arrogant, but can you know, arrogant, but can back it up. Cool with the like, they made the wings cool, which you know, like I thought was nearly impossible to do. Yeah, and you know, um, good origin story. You know, dangerous, but like, you can also understand exactly where he's coming from. Where he's like, you are trying to protect your people as well, mm-hmm. like you know, just like everybody else is, and so you can. Uh, you can understand you can understand his motivation just like you could understand Killmonger's motivation from a particular point of totally. view. Totally, yeah, 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 uh, yes. Um, so I dug all I dug all of that, but I was also like, when like when they went to go visit, I can't. The capital city starts with a T. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but uh, Talokan. Yeah, when they went to go when they went when they went there, it was kind of like, all right. Like let's uh, keep it moving. Let's 
just like you know that was I agree that was actually maybe the least interesting yeah uh, part uh, yeah and I felt like it really should have been far more interesting than it was because I loved this you know like Aztec esque you know aesthetic yes. and like the aesthetic you know was really cool talking about like it was like the result of colonization like you said versus. Um, the result of colonization and isolation versus one that never had to deal with that and like how those paths like intersected with these two nations intersect mm. with one another. Fascinating, you know, and then like versus like uh, heroes that versus leaders that have a legacy through Black Panther as a protector, you know, like but gets passed down versus the original protector that's yeah, still yeah. there 500 years later. Like what if the original black Panther, whose name they mentioned in the movie and I can't remember, but like is still the leader of Wakanda right. versus, you know, the, the, the passing off of that mantle. Um, so I thought all of that was done well, maybe even could have been pushed a little bit more like maybe like, but because they had to, deal with other things in the story like that some of that got like left like left by the wayside but um but i liked that but i liked that a lot um i felt that nick i felt that nakia had she had a more interesting role this movie lupita nyong'o um definitely which i i was like I was really digging. I was really digging everything that was happening from top mm-hmm. to bottom, really, um, with her. And then, ultimately, I felt that she got shafted for Shuri to become the Black Panther. Mm. That, like, I just couldn't get on board with Shuri pretty much the really? entire time. Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. Now, as you know, lately I have not been really consuming much of the marketing materials for these movies right my understanding it was kind of a they were keeping it kind of in the dark who black panther was going to be in this movie right? they didn't say but if you like they showed her costume and like you look at it you're obvious like, it's, it was Shuri, right? it's obvious yeah she's okay. got the, yeah. the sonic thought... cannon things and the the markings like the facial markings on the on the mask are like i all I mirror that. her I'd infinity heard... war look I heard someone point out the the markings on the mask. Honestly, I didn't even notice that. Just the like, sort of the the build, the frame. It's like that has to be Letitia Wright. Like just looking at it's like yes, absolutely. It's a very like slight person. Yes, it has to be. Leticia. Um, but uh, I, I and and honestly, if my my to me, it just seemed obvious it would be Shuri. Uh, even spinning out of the the first film. Yeah. Um, it just seems she seemed like the natural person to carry on the moniker to me. It, 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 if you're going to keep it like in the in the royal family and all of that, like it just seemed to make sense. So from a story perspective, it absolutely makes sense that it's her, right? The black pan, like it's a it's a bloodline monarchy, um, or you know rulership anyway, and so like it it does make sense that it passes. It does make sense that it passes to her. and But I feel like the character she was that we, we meet over a few movies never really stacks up as leader, as Black Panther, as any of these things that we've come to know about the character. So by the time that you get there and she's this very angry, bitter person because of the loss of her brother and she's lashing out at the world and all these things. I don't feel that like anybody should back her 
mm-hmm. as this person. I just don't feel like she's in the right place to be there. And like the movie's telling you she's not in the right place, right? When she she takes the you know, she takes the artificial flower, you know, to go to the the uh the afterlife, the ancestral plane, like is she comes across her cousin Killmonger instead of T'Challa, instead of her mother, yeah. instead of all these things, which I thought was really well done and a very, very unexpected. Well um, yes. It was great. I, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Did, when when they when she was walking up to that chair and, they, you know, there was the, the couple of seconds of who's going to be in the chair, I think she, if I remember correctly, she thought it was going to be her mom, right? Yeah. Um, But I had the impression, and there was like, couple of seconds when the suspense is in the air i was worried that we were going to see a brought back to life digital chadwick boseman which i was not going to be on board with i didn't think that just because if they went through the great length to tell a story about his passing right just like i don't think any of them would that would have felt like dishonoring him as a person it would have to that cast and crew and studio and audit all of it would have been bad yeah agreed it would have been so bad but it was just that that couple of seconds of okay that they're 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 playing that she said mom but they're playing it like it's going to be something we don't expect. And, oh, my God, I hope it's not actually T'Challa. Uh-huh. Uh, but that was great. And having Killmonger kind of be the, the devil on her shoulder mm-hmm. um, was such a great use of him. I agree. It was, I, uh, Truthfully, I think it was a better use of him than the movie, than the first movie. Than the first movie? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, really on board with him, like, in a way that I, like, wasn't in the first movie. Like, mm-hmm. his performance, what he said, his reasoning, I was like, this is good. Like, because Michael B. Jordan is a very good actor. Phenomenal, yeah. And so I really liked what he delivered. And it did make her fight with Namor at the end mean something right there was some like real stakes there that i like felt that was missing from the first one maybe because they weren't real stakes for t'challa the same way it they Mm -hmm. were like stakes in like the general superhero way like i gotta save the kingdom or the people or the whatever but this is a personal battle like it is about is like is she going to be a good ruler a bad one is she going to be a good Black Panther or a Black Black Panther? Is she going to be her brother or is she going to be her father? Right? Yeah. Because the movie yeah. makes a point is like, this is a, her father is a dude that killed his own brother, you know? And like everyone kind of forgets that about T'Chaka, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like he did very good things, but also not some great things all at the same time. He's a time. complicated character. He is yeah. very complicated. Um, And I, I liked all of that very much. I just think like, as, the the kind of like what she cares about the way that she lives her life and everything i just think that i just think that nakia like like is just more deserving of the mantle in like who she was before and like continues to be she's just more of a noble person um and that i think and uh but i just um yeah, I just, like, I was like, it's fine. Like, I knew it was going to be Shuri. It's Shuri in the comics. Like, she has been, she was Black Panther in the comics. So, like, I knew that was the direction they were going. Like you said, it's funny. The movie sets it up pretty obviously. Like, you kind of know. Like, it's not a question of, like, who's it going to be, 
because mm-hmm. it's more like, is she going to get there? That's yeah. the that's the um the story that they're telling. And yeah, and it, it's fine. It's it's whatever. Truthfully, I think the mid credit scene made me feel better about the decision. I was gonna say, yeah, I feel like that that's really maybe what you were looking for. And and maybe honestly, you know, maybe Shuri being Black Panther is was only meant to be a temporary thing and and so they could get to that mid mid credit scene and sort of show us where where it's where they're heading. Yeah, I mean it's possible. Um I mean I this uh I that completed Nikki's story for me. I mm. think in a way that it, it like maybe I was looking for her to become the Black Panther because I was looking for that and you know like that um connection to T'Challa that I felt like you know was absent from her life but in all through the course of the story but it turns out that it wasn't absent at all it was just a secret you know and so there's a and so I uh so I guess I'm okay I I think I'm okay with it but I just needed that end credit scene to get me there yeah that makes sense that makes sense um I don't know I um you know I agree with you about uh, the emotional weight of that f- that fight between Shuri and Namor, completely agree. It, it, to the to the point where I kind of felt like I kind of felt like the battle between the the armies mm-hmm. of Wakanda and. Um, I keep wanting to say Atlantis because, like, that's it, it is Atlantis in the comics, isn't it? It is Atlantis in the comics, but they deliberately avoided Atlantis because of Aquaman. Aquaman, I think. Yeah. So I actually read an interview just before we started recording with Ryan Coogler, and he was speaking about, like, how Aquaman actually really helped get Namor on screen because mm. there was, like, already common language in a modern, in the modern audience that was, like, people talk underwater, underwater kingdoms. Like, like, it's already there for people. So he's like, I'm very happy that Aquaman came out first. And they didn't want to, they deliberately did not want to do Aquaman Redux because in the comics, Namor and Aquaman share quite a lot of similarities. Lot. Yeah. Um, and to Marvel's credit, first, Namor came first. Oh, yeah. Which he's is one usually of the, very the first yeah, Marvel characters. Yeah, I think he is the first Marvel character. He might be the first. Yeah. Pretty sure he's the, the first. It's either 30s. him or the Human Torch. And I'm pretty sure Namor is the first one. Um, and so, um, I actually like the, how they did his name instead about like the no love instead, because Namor is just Roman backwards, yes, right? Backwards. That's what, yeah, yeah. What he's supposed to be. So, um, I liked the, I liked the retooling of his name yes. and why and everything. Yes. It was good. There's some like thought to it. Yes. Um, yeah. It, it was very co- cohesive. Yeah. But, but anyway, the, the, the two armies fighting, I could have done without that. Honestly, like, like the real fight for me was between, those two characters. I agree. Yeah, and I the army. Agree. Like, I, 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 okay, fine. You have to have the big set piece, the big, the big battle at the end of a Marvel movie, I guess. Uh, but I honestly could have done without it, and 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 it would have been literally just as impactful to me because that was just. I'm getting to the point now, Tim. Where like the big battles at the end of these films is it's just like you know animated armies running at each other. I like, just it's, don't it's, care. It means yeah. nothing. It really means, means nothing, nothing to me, to me. Yep. at a certain point. But seeing those two characters and the, the emotional stakes um, between the two of them, 
um, Namor and Shuri. That had way more weight, and I was way more invested in that. And obviously, every time, honestly, every time they cut away to, and here's what's happening on the ship, I was sort of like, I don't get, get back to <laughs> get back to those two. Um, but um, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's how I felt too. Um, I was like, no, 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 just get back to what you were get back to what you were doing like because this is you know it's like the opposite of the first movie where i felt like the killmonger black panther one was like they're just cg characters fighting near train system like whatever um Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like but koyo and her husband battling like that's a bigger stake to me than this that's sure the future of like the two the future of wakanda right there because they're in of wakanda so i don't know um I don't think that you need to do the big battle truly like I so like Civil War is actually a great example of a movie that like of a Marvel movie that like brings you to that moment where you think they're going to be fighting all these different types of winter soldiers and all this stuff and it ends up being a really intimate battle between Tony Cap and Bucky because that's the emotional core of the story and that's where the real stakes are and they avoid the big battle sequence at the end and that is what this movie needed i think yep yep no i think that makes sense i think it makes a lot of sense um speaking of civil war yes civil war saw the introduction of a character who was about to have their own film um as a sort of a backdoor introduction to this character so that by the time we saw um Spider-Man <laughs> make his uh his MCU uh f- his first MCU film uh appearance you know yep. we were already familiar with him and we kind of got that with Ironheart in this cuz she's about to have her own series on Disney That is Plus. correct. Yep. It kind of did the same thing where it's like here's the young upstart um you know quippy uh mm. funny uh youthful character who's about to get their own uh property. Yep. Uh but let's introduce them here. And 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 I actually I really really like Dominique Thorne as Ruby Williams. I thought she was very funny. I thought she was almost out of place because of the humor, but but again, I think this she was it sounds like she was written into this movie before that stuff happened. I mean, she was the 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 um the catalyst for the the whole plot unfolding yep. right with with the whole I agree I think without the grief and... she fits in better but the more traditional Marvel humor doesn't fit with what we were watching yeah that's right that's right I I think this movie was was um if you without the the grief storyline that that was added out of necessity Mm -hmm. this movie is actually much more like the it fits the marvel template sort of much more than any other phase four film really does i agree yep since infinity war or since uh endgame we've been sort of exploring different types of marvel movies a little bit more and this sort of brought it back to here is what a traditional marvel movie sort of feels like um and and the yeah sort of the template that that it follows um the death of of Chadwick Boseman obviously necessitated a, a change to that, mm-hmm. but Riri is actually a really really good representation of like the Peter Parker type character, the the humorous character who's mm-hmm. like 
the genius, the inventor, uh, who's who's quippy and and really funny, um, and and was actually integral to the plot of the movie. Yeah, I agree. I, I actually, know she wasn't it, added on, even though it kind of feels like it now. In, yeah, in you movie. know, you made you raised an excellent point. I I hadn't really thought about her as that type of character, but um, but uh, and she did a good job. I just like yeah, she did. I just there was a like you said, there's a lot happening in this movie. There and was it a just lot happening. Felt like yeah. one extra thing. Um, yeah, that was that was happening. But you know what? That's okay. That's you know, yeah. it's all right. Um. Be curious to see what they do with her next. I guess. Um, I, mean, I feel like her not being able to take the suit home with her means that the the show is going to be about her building the Ironheart suit. I would imagine so. Not maybe not about that, but that'll be a, a big part of the show. Will be her building her own suit. You know, I don't think they use the term Ironheart. In the movie, no, she they, like they? makes a little thing, you know, a little heart symbol and she whatever. She made the heart but, symbol, yeah. Um, but they didn't say Ironheart, right? No, so maybe they did that not. will no. come out of the show. Um, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say about Black Panther before we wrap if, it up? If there's one storyline that I could have done without, and it's not because I don't like the characters involved, but like the Everett Ross CIA storyline felt the most tacked on, the most disposable thing in the movie. I think that what we needed to get out of it, we could have gotten in, like, a post credit scene. You know, Truthfully. I, I understand that. Uh, the, I It was definitely the most... That was the, the biggest connection to the MCU, I think, was mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. him, because he's really, you know, Black Panther, Wakanda Central. I mean, he's only been in three movies, and they've all been involved Black Panther in some way. But the Contessa. Um, or Wakanda, right. She was the only one. But I, like, you... Obviously, having seen her in other things, you're like, okay, well, they're working. You know, you saw her in Black Panther. You saw her in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, obviously, she's anti-Nick Fury, right? Moving in a different direction. We're moving towards Thunderbolts with her in Mm -hmm. Thunderbolts in an official government capacity and all this stuff. I don't think you need to know who she is or what she's about besides this movie like it tells you mm. the type of person that she is like you know the new boss you know all this stuff and that's really all you need like because of her relationship with everett and or their past relationship like it's enough and i think i enjoyed it i enjoyed that stuff because i think i just like them as actors i like julie release dreyfus and, uh, yes i love them and both. martin freeman yeah. so um but yeah you probably could i agree you probably could do without them but that that's the one thing that sort of felt a little out of place even like more than anything i i think it, that that could have gone mm. that's one thing the other thing i'm noticing a trend now where we have okay we have this new young t'challa yeah right when i think back over the last 3 4 years maybe 3 years we have like the the young kid from uh Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have Kid Loki. We have I mean we have Kate Bishop who's not really a kid but okay, mm-hmm. a young like sort of superhero to be. We even have um uh we have Kamala Khan, we have um America America Chavez. Chavez. Um we have this whole new generation of young 
future possible superheroes. Yeah, they're all um, young Avengers. They're all yeah. young Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're all so they're really built. Even Wanda, even, uh, even Wanda's kids. Yeah. Wanda's kids. Uh, 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 Love from Love and Thunder. Like, yep. All these kids uh, are are popping up, and like in the next five to ten years, like they're all going to be aging into, and some of them are already adults, but like they're going to be aging into. There's the also um, to be heroes. Cassie Lang, there's Scott Lang's daughter, Cassie. Okay, yes. Yeah. Um, there's She's growing up. Yeah. A couple of characters that are going to be in. Um, Agatha Harkis, the um, the her show. There are a couple of mm. young Avengers that I think are confirmed for her show, and yeah, it's just going to keep going and going, which is fine. I mean, like they're a production company; they have to keep fig- you totally. know tell new stories. And as much as you know, I think they have to exhaust the characters they have before they can say, "Okay, it's X Men time." I or, am not criticizing. It is not no, it's just an observation. No. I'm saying yeah, like, this I think is you're right. They're building up their stable of the next generation. Yeah, really slowly, too. I think, like, yeah. they're not, like... I do wonder if they will recast and age some of them up, you know, like, does... Cassie's been does, aged up a couple of times or because of the, you right? know, the, the blip, yeah. Does T'Challa go to the ancestral plane and then come back an adult, you know, like, what... Oh. what You know, like, what kind of things can they do to, to speed that along if they if they want to or need to? Um, well, anyway. well, the MCU's not afraid of it's timeline like it knows mm. they're aging so like it's not like comics where they're like it's been 10 years for 80 years you yes, know yeah, like yeah, yeah, um right. you know they're like batman's always 35 like, right yeah which is so funny as a 35 year old batman is definitely not 35 <laughs> like 100%? no, no batman is 42 or yeah. something like that like like that whole family the way he acts, responds to things. I'm like, you're not 35. There's no way. But also, but also the way that his body is still in shape. He's 28. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right. The like fact the that, that the he, fact that he he's even like, backache. I'm good for going out at night. What? Yeah. You're not yeah, 35. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely doesn't have kids. That's no for sure. kidding. Yeah. Alfred does all the raising. Um, yeah. But uh, what I do want to talk about, I, I, I to go back to Namor for a second. I was mm. talking to my friend Bobby, and um, he um, was saying that he didn't care for Namor because he doesn't have an arc as a character. Like mm. he's just like, and I didn't, ex- I didn't expect him to because he's the antagonist. Um, sure. And MCU antagonists generally don't have arcs. I think Loki's like pretty much the exception. Um, uh, maybe Thanos, depending on like the movie but even then he's not one note but like they don't have they don't grow as characters like they're not meant to do that but i for people who do think that my argument is that he does grow as a character right because he um the his whole thing is invasion like let's take it over like you know for the protection whatever and by the end he's playing the political game instead Mm. he's like no no no. there are allies now they will come to us and we will still get what we want. We just have to wait. We waited a long time. We'll wait a little bit more. That's character growth to me. Like that's um, like he, the the brutish, um, Namor learns to be quiet, sure, you know, and uh, and to be patient. And I think that's that's good enough growth for what was clearly an antagonist. He's not an antihero. Well, you could read him as an antihero, whatever. But he's like built as the antagonist to the movie yeah like yes he's yeah, the yeah. bad guy 
Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. He's the, yeah. he's the villain of this movie. But Namor, more broadly, is sort of an anti-hero because sometimes he's sort of a hero. Sometimes he's more of a villain. Like, he kind yeah. of... But yeah, he's, line. like, ready to kill everybody in the first Marvel comics. Like, there's, sure, like, yes. Yeah, he's like, let's flood the ocean. Like, it's a really interesting way to start a comic for the hero. They're like, yes, here's this hero. He's ready to kill everybody. Right. Um. So, uh. But then he's also like he's at you know uh, Atlantis is at war with with the surface and like he's like saving dogs and stuff so like it's he's he's a complicated character he's a complicated character yeah. I agree um, is there a is there a uh, plan in place for a, a series around the um, Midnight Angels? Um, I know there's a couple of Wakandas. They've just like I, I know uh, Kugler is producing a couple of Wakanda things in the Wakanda world. Yeah, I think there's a they're expanding it. I think I just read that there's like in the like a few shows in the works. Not everything's been announced yet, but they're like angling for a few different things yeah. to try a few things uh, to try different things. So I don't know, but like I will watch that. I like Wakanda. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like it sure. a little less now that sure. Wakanda yeah. is no no longer around, but you uh, know, oh, I know. Bummer, man. Yeah. Her yeah, death her. meant something though, and I really appreciated really that. Like it there was like a, a real weight to her character and I, like it just pushed Shiri in the right direction like yes. for the story. Um and uh and that I appreciated. I know Angela Bassett fought Ryan Coogler on it. For a bit, she was like, "Really?" She was like, "No, like, what are you thinking? People will be so mad." And he said, "Yes, I know they will." One that's kind of the point, but also, nobody's really dead in this in this world. So, yeah, like, right, maybe right, you'll right. be back in a different <laughs> capacity. So, um, yeah, I mean, she'll be in the ancestral plane in the third movie. I'm yeah, sure. sure. There's always something like that, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm um, I was definitely like, it's a way to cap off phase four like i it was good i liked it like i liked it a lot yes. um for uh avengers list phase to yeah um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, you, you don't have nick fury with the with the pager uh calling captain marvel you don't have um uh thanos uh you know looking out over like you don't have any of those any of those sort of traditional and you have this sort of very poignant family moment mm-hmm. honestly at, at the you know in the mid credit scene that that really um brings it to a sort of a somber end the whole movie was was at a sort of a somber tone overall it does um but With it was a hopeful flair yeah yeah you know yes. but especially well, by the, the end hopeful right ending. it is hopeful yeah, ending. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, there's exactly. real character growth yeah. from from Shiri, there's this, you know, obviously still a very living embodiment connection to T'Challa with, you know, with his son. Um, and then it even just in its time of day, right? Time of day, setting, place, like all those things make a huge difference in the movie. And it's a freaking sunrise. You know, you can't get yeah. more symbolic than like obviously symbolic Absolutely. than like new dawn. Everybody, it's a yes. new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life. Cue the music. And I'm feeling fine. Right on. Do-dum. Do-dum. Exactly. Do-dum. Nice. Mm-hmm. Frank, where can the people find us? In Wakanda. 
Um, you can find us at beerwithgeeks.com, at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can find us anywhere you, f- you find podcasts. Uh, and if you uh, found this episode and you are not already subscribed, please go ahead and do that. Subscribe or follow us. Leave us a rating or a review. Uh, and uh, please do support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio is the best way to, uh, to support us if you want to help continue funding these podcasts so they can uh, they can keep coming out that's uh that's what i got for you um frank it was wonderful talking to you about a a very good movie that i do recommend and uh i hope to talk to you soon as i'm sure i will i i hope you will yeah yeah well, well until then though cheers cheers